Castle. It's 6 a.m. Rise and shine. Let's talk sports and welcome to the grind. And good Wednesday to you, and welcome inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Carson Crouch as we talk it out inside another Wednesday edition of The Grind. Carson, welcome in. Uh, if if people out there don't know that name they're about to, uh, Carson Crouch is uh, he's a podcaster uh, with Give Him yep. Six Podcast, and, uh, and welcome in, man. It's always fun having some new faces. Hey, thank you for having me. I'm... Uh... Um, already enjoying it already. Yeah, I'm having to do my own podcast. Uh, me and my cousin, we've been doing it for about three years, three and a half years, and uh, love to get in the radio station. Thank you for the opportunity, and can't wait to see where it goes. Yeah. Hey, uh, I said I said a new face. People on radio probably don't see your face, right? But, but <laughs> he's prepared nonetheless. Uh-huh. Prepared nonetheless. I, I am prepared. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you guys won't see my face. But hey, maybe I'll send you a picture or something. <laughs> Never know. Never know. By request only. By request only. Yes. Car- but uh, give him six podcasts. That's kind of where where you've been doing that. You said your cousin and yourself have been doing it for a few years. Um. Kind of. I, I. It tells me give him six. There's a there's a little bit of orange flair to it. Oh yeah. Um. John Ward, the great John Ward, um, would say give him six um, on the way to a touchdown um, by a running back or a wide receiver. And, um, man, I am, I'm telling you what, he, uh, he really affected our name because that's our name, Give Him Six Podcast. Uh, we, it didn't take long for us to think about it because how legendary he is. Um, but it is a very fun name. We like to keep it interesting, and our intro is uh, – uh, the same exact thing. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. And and if you're going to model after someone, John Ward's probably a pretty good mm-hmm. fit. Yeah. But uh, but Carson, uh, tell us a little bit about who uh, you know who Carson is. Again, we know we know podcaster now. We know give him six podcasts. But you, you're you're a student at Maryville High School. Uh, yeah, I am a um, senior at Maryville High School. Uh, I love sports. Uh, I've played almost every sport growing up as a kid. Right now, I'm just in track and field, and I do a lot of rec basketball on the side because, you know, it's just so much fun. And um, I just keep up with sports a lot. I love hanging out with friends and family, and uh, family love the thing I'm going into. They're uh, helping me and pushing me to um, be where I want to be, and uh, my dream is to be uh, on Sports Center one day. I mean, just something I have, and hoping I can get there. But overall, I'm just a fun, uh, funny guy. I love to talk sports, and uh, just um, love to be here. I mean, it's great being here. You heard it here first. Sports Center's the next stop for Mister Crouch. It is. And you might see me there one day. Just don't forget about that one Wednesday. That you know that, that first Wednesday, Wednesday that morning. Yes. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, Carson, appreciate you coming in. And, and today's going to have a little big orange flare as we're going to talk a lot of uh, Eve Ponds good, returning. Good. Uh, to oh, to yeah. Tennessee basketball, how big I think that is uh, for Tennessee basketball. Uh, Huge. And then we're going to talk a little bit of Tennessee football. I think as the SEC's rolled out a a new start date, you know they they've got a new plan now. Which again, I think plans are are very fluid in 2020 because things that continue to move with new information. But at the same rate, uh, conference only for Jeremy Pruitt and the Vols, and what that's going to look like, who that could be. And then ultimately, does that help 
or hurt Jeremy Pruitt's trajectory uh, as it goes forward. We'll also talk Major League Baseball and basketball scores of interest, uh, and uh, and it'll be one of those deals uh, where every day is pretty good in baseball and basketball because with the bubble, you got some good stuff to talk about, oh, and then five ma- games a day, for and, sure. and then Major League Baseball. I mm-hmm. mean, it is like murderer's row. I mean, it, it's you, all day long. Yeah, and and no room to move, no, no room to move. Mm-hmm. But uh, you, you know, I'm uh, I'm excited about about uh, what what's going on on the Hump Day edition of the Grind. Uh, Wednesdays are just fun days because. It's not really Monday anymore, which is always a benefit when you're talking six to seven a.m. But it's also it's closer to Friday, man. Sure is, yeah, close to the weekend. We're almost there, guys. But let's jump right in. Let's talk MLB. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you talk about the big storylines from yesterday was the Marlins were returning to play, right. uh, and, and and after a nine day exclusion. And when you talk about nine days in a sixty six game schedule or a sixty six day schedule. That's right. a lot. It is. Yeah, it's a it's a total lot. And it's fun to see them come back and play because you really want to see all these teams play. But And you know with all this coronavirus stuff going around, it is just tough. One, one person gets it. It's almost like the whole team's exposed. Then you're sitting for 14 days. Yeah, camaraderie at, at mm-hmm. its finest, right? Oh, it's It's like, hey, buddy, rough. you've got it. Let me get it. And say you're, say you're uh, the Yankees or Twins uh, or the Cubs, and um, this happens. Uh, one player gets it, and that whole mojo gets stopped, yeah. and you got to come back with a different plan and a different game plan. But I think, honestly, every team in the ML- MLB is just happy to play. If you're the Yankos, though, do you really have a plan other than – Let's just wait for Judge to come around. <laughs> oh yeah, Judge gets up to the line at home run, home run, home run. I mean that man can hit. What what cracked me up the other night? It was it, it was the Red Sox, and, and you know the Red Sox are struggling. I right. mean that's putting it lightly, and, I, and mm-hmm. I'm a Yankees fan, so it doesn't so much bother me. But anyway, the Red Sox were struggling the other night, and and they had the option: pitch to Aaron Judge, or put him on base and bring up Torres. Which Torres is not – he's not Aaron Judge from a hitting standpoint, but he's, but still, he's still a good hitter. There, yeah. There's not a spot on that lineup that can't hit. Right. So uh, I just thought it was like – it was like pick your poison in the cat. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he delivered one across the plate to Aaron Judge, and he uh, <laughs> he put it in the judges' chambers. He oh, put it he out did, there. yeah. I, that is – anytime you really – Judge is clutch. You can go ahead and say that for sure. Mm. That, that man, um, if it's down to him, he's hitting a home run. I can tell you that, even a walk-off maybe here and there. One of my good friends, Jason Ward, who's actually he's he's texting in at the moment. We'll talk about it at the break. Uh, but he's a uh, he he just sends me texts from time to time that just says "all rise," and at that <laughs> point, I know Judge has just cranked one. Yeah, uh, that is uh, that is very true. You look on Sports Center most of the time when you turn on Sports Center. Aaron Judge is on there, and they are interviewing him after the game because he is the player of the game almost every time. Yeah, well, he's a, he's a big target, 6'7", oh, sure. 280. Uh, but, but let's talk about some scores from yesterday. Pirates fall to the Twins, 7-3. to three. The Pirates, a rough start is probably not, not clear enough. 2-9 and nine coming out of the gate. The Twins are their mirror image at 9-2. and two. They, they, again, Twins improved to 9-2. and two. With a seven and three victory, the Indians uh, knock off the Reds. Uh, the Cleveland Indians kind of rebound a little bit to six and six. The yeah. Reds, the Reds had had a little spurt of 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 kind of fun there. Uh, Nick Senzel, former Tennessee ball plays for the uh-huh. Reds, so I kind of closet want the Reds to do well. 
Yeah, I uh, I've always rooted for the Reds. You know, like they they're just a team. You, there's just a team you want to root for, and they're not too far from here. So you know, a lot of uh, Tennessee um, people that live in Tennessee obviously like the Braves, and that's just how it's been for a long time. But you look at the Reds, and they're close too. And uh, I've always rooted for the Reds a little behind the doors, just give yeah. them a little boost because you know, really, they've never in my time they've just never really had a great season. Well, yeah, and and you know, I think that's it's it's kind of on purpose. Mm-hmm. I mean, anybody that that kind of keeps Pete Rose down, I mean, just got to you yeah. got to do with it. But a a little fun fact, a little fan fact if you will. You know, Nick Senzel, former Tennessee Vol plays for for the Reds. Yep. Um do you know he wore eight different uniforms in his first dozen games for the Reds? Wow. Because hey. la- last year was their hundredth anniversary, so mm-hmm. he wore eight different uniforms within his first dozen. Wow, that's that's pretty wild to be honest. But I mean, hey, I mean it's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Gets that jersey collection way up there, real mm-hmm. quick. Uh, but anyway, the Reds fall to the Indians as the Indians get back to five hundred, sit at six and six. The Reds fall to five and six. The Red Sox fall to the Tampa Bay Rays. Rays stop a four-game skid as they defeat the Red Sox five to one, and really start a new skid for the Boston Red Sox. It's a it's a Tampa Bay team that I think has kind of fallen a little bit uh, early on, a I lot agree. of high uh, high expectations, uh, but Boston really not that much expectation, and uh, Tampa kind of rebounds and gets the victory over the Red Sox. Tampa struggling. They got swept by the Orioles last week. And, and uh and getting swept by the Orioles ain't too fun. Nobody gets swept by the Orioles. Yeah, they're they're the O's for a reason. Uh-huh. That, Cuz that's the number of sweeps a, they had in 2019. All right, just you can go ahead and put it on a plaque, but what a rough program. I know. But hey, uh Tampa Bay says, "Hey, they're winners." Yeah, they're they're, they're coming out strong, you know. Next up the Yankees. Well, no. No. Has <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen the movie Major League? Uh yeah. They're contenders now. Yeah, uh, we'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> the New York Mets fall to the Nationals 5-3. to three. The reigning champions are getting back to 500. they They're sitting at 4-4 four and four now as the Mets have a 4-8 and eight record. Nationals got some games to pick up as they had some postponement due to some COVID outbreak. The Braves knocked down the Blue Jays 10-1. to one. We yes. talked... We talked about this a little bit off the air. Right. Uh, you, you said they, they dominated they Toronto. Dominated them. I was like, I'm not calling them Toronto until Canada lets them play up there. Uh huh. Just call them, Just go ahead and call them. Uh, they're the Blue, Blue Jays or the Bluebirds or or uh, they're they're playing in Buffalo. Like that will eventually be their home ballpark. I agree. Yeah. At their AAA affiliate, I, I I think it's a better place to be honest. I mean, so we could call them the uh, the Buffalo Blue Jays. The I mean, Buffalo that, Blue Jays. Hey, Buffalo Bills are there too. Nobody Ooh. circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. <sighs> Man, the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> <laughs> They're just a hey, team you just want to cringe to every time you say them. It's like, wow, and is it talking about dumpster fire? But anyway, <laughs> anyway, White Sox get the victory over the Brewers, three to two. Kansas City Royals fall to the Cubs. Cubs are hot right now. Oh, nine, they really are. Nine Eight, and two. Yeah, nine and two now. Yes, yeah. Nine and two on the on, on the season, and and Cubs sitting seven and one at home. I, I think Wrigley Field's always been strong for them, but coming out of the gate. You know, post post Joe Madden era, right. I think it's good to see them them be successful. And honestly, the Cubbies, they may be set up for this sixty game push. Who knows? But nine and two uh, through eleven, 
I mean, 11 of 60. Definitely uh, a good start. A um, good percentage. I expected that, too, you know. Um, their play has been pretty consistent um, these past three years. Uh, well, I went to go see them, and, I mean, yeah, like you said, Wrigley Field is a tough place to play, but it's a great place to go watch a game for sure. Oh, absolutely. The heritage. I love the, the seats that are across the street on the tops of the buildings. Yes. Those are uh, pretty awesome. Oh, it's uh, Wrigleyville down there. It's really cool. But uh, the the Marlins, we talked about them getting back the action. Don Mattingly talks about how it just meant something to get back on the field and, and how you really work for different things. I mean, they're they're playing their fourth game yesterday uh, after a big nine-game stop. That, that's really got them behind the eight ball. But nonetheless, talk about those Orioles. Uh, you know, uh, an Orioles team that's got a sweep to their record. One right. of the one of the few teams in baseball that's got a sweep. Mm-hmm. Honestly, yeah. Um, the Orioles go to you, you know the Marlins have to go up to Baltimore, but uh, they they're facing the Orioles and and you know I think the Marlins probably went, man, we ain't played in nine days. The Orioles just swept the Rays. I mean, what are we coming up here for? And and just flat out on six hits, the Marlins knock down and blank the Orioles. Four to nothing. That's I, I thought, embarrassing. I, I think it's it's good for the Marlins. Oh, it's good for the Marlins. So for sure, bounce back. Hey, get your program started. Enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, think is what brings them. I think like Marlins, Mariners, and Orioles. Mm-hmm. It's just like oh, a win. We're good with that. Oh, that's, the, that's I think they're content with uh, <laughs> a losing record. But as long as they get a win here, and there. but but really, you talk about there was one final delay. I don't know if you saw that yesterday. So one of the test results that was going to be like the final. Yes, you're good to go. Play right. Got delayed yesterday. Did you oh, did you I did realize not that? See that? Wow. Yeah. So it was That's one of those rough. deals where they're. I think they're at the ballpark and they're like, I don't know if we're gonna play today. And uh, <laughs> and then finally it comes through and they get the they get the go. But the Marlins knock off the Orioles. The Rockies take down the Giants five to two. Astros over the Diamondbacks. They were on the road. No trash cans needed. Yeah, probably too soon. Uh, athletics five to one over the Rangers. The Dodgers beat the Padres. Eight. Dodgers now sit at eight and four, six and two on the road. And I think the Dodgers are finally starting to grab their feet and, and going to get some uh, get some momentum going there. Six and two on the road is definitely not bad, especially for the LA Dodgers. And, and I continue to say this because ever you know anything that's come out, I'm I'm like. I'm comparing it to a 162 game schedule, so right. I'm like, so I'm like, okay, 60 games, 162. So in theory, mm-hmm. that's the same as being like 20 and six. Yeah, that's how it's gonna. You're just gonna have to. You. That's just natural thought, looking off of what it usually is. But this is just totally different. But I mean, I'm telling you, some of these teams are gonna have to step it up if they really want to succeed here in the after season I, I still say i still say with a 60 game push the two teams you look at and probably even if they played a full season mm-hmm. are the yankees and the dodgers mm-hmm. uh, so it's just it's interesting to see them push see what's going to happen uh but but they get the victory yesterday nonetheless to improve to eight and four padres fall to seven and five they've had not a shabby start uh to this 2020 uh adjusted season but uh, yes. nonetheless uh get the loss there yesterday is aj pollock hit a pinch go-ahead double in the seventh inning, and a solo homer uh, changed the game for the Padres and put the Dodgers on top. The Angels dropped the Mariners 5-3 to three, uh, as Trout homers in his first at-bat as a, a dad. Player. As a dad. That's, that, just, that's, that's a great – that's just amazing. You I know, tell you, Mike Trout, like I, I'm, uh, I'm older than Mike Trout, but I, I like I'd be cool if Mike Trout was my dad. Like that's I would just too. Cool. Oh, Mike Trout, could you could you imagine that man is? I grew up watching that guy. 
That he's guy, a, that guy used to be. Everybody loved Mike Trout. He plays for the Angels. What a better, what a, what's a better team to play for? Than yeah, he's Mike, for Mike Trout. Yeah, he's so famous. They named a fish after him. I'm just <laughs> Carson went. I was what? I, I looked. I looked at, and then I was thinking, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> Trout. Wow, that's a that's an old <laughs> joke. You know, Doctor Bass from UT. The body farm, that guy. I've I've heard of that name because I had to take CSI. Sadly, fun, Ugh. fun deal. Yeah, man, what a rough, what yeah. a rough class. Yeah, you'd rather get sunburned, but anyway, I would rather get sunburned because I don't I don't get sunburned though. Well, don't brag. Nobody likes a brag. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to all the people that uh, get sunburned. I was but... like, me and my pale skin folk <laughs> sit here, and I'm like, well, oh yeah, the sun doesn't cook me, good, but. Um, good for you. But uh, but no, absolutely. But no, I, I, I'm telling you that because uh, Dr. Bass, there was an article about him and it was a very like, I can't remember where it was, but I was reading it. And, you know, you just read articles kind of planned. You don't you right. don't theatrically read the newspaper. At least I don't. Maybe Carson does. Uh, I do not read the um, newspaper. No. But I'm saying like usually you just read it flat, right? And mm-hmm. so I'm reading it, and it's like Doctor Bass da 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 talking about body farm da da da. Nobody knows where it's at da 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 da. And then it says so famous they named a fish after him, and it just goes on, like it's just in the plain <laughs> print. Trout. That's and funny. I'm like, they just made a joke, and it's just in there. And it's you would you wouldn't think a joke would so, be in that at all. So anytime anybody's named after like a fish or an mm-hmm. animal, I'm like, yeah, they're so famous. They named a fish after. Him. That's I'm gonna start telling that joke. It's a, it's a dad joke. I don't know if that's, a, is that if that fits. Uh, dad, dad, joke. dad jokes are still funny though, so I'm I'm just gonna say that joke now. Cause well, it's I'll funny. tell you, you start telling dad jokes now; they'll fit later. I promise. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, the games that were postponed yesterday, the Phillies-Yankees game are postponed. They're, they're to be made up August the 5th, so uh, they'll get back on track today. Uh, the Cardinals-Tigers game was postponed because of the Cardinals outbreak. 13 members of the Cardinals. It's Like I said, that's wild. were they on the same bus? I don't, I don't get it. I mean, it's like everybody got it. And that's how fast it spreads, and that's why, like I said at the start, one person gets it, it's a – recurring order then they gotta all quarantine oh absolutely and, and and i think you know major league baseball has a plan they're working their plan so uh they're quarantined they're delaying and the tigers are just uh they're they're making some uh plans for a makeup date to be determined cardinals out of the gate two and three uh tigers five and five and now sit on pause the phillies marlins are also a a, a series that's going to have to be made up the marlins have a lot of double headers in their future uh, mm-hmm. When you play 60 games in 66 days, it's there's not a lot of room to miss. And, uh, uh, no, and, not and, at all. And, and they're going to have to figure that out. So It's confusing for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a fire drill, and, uh, and they play every day. So. Right, kudos to the people that are making all these schedules. I'd be stressed to the max. I, just, I feel bad for the people who print schedules. Oh, like have you heard have you goodness. heard the the 2020 jokes like what's the most useful useless thing in 2020 i've heard the 2020 jokes but what's you, this one? You, the most useless thing in 2020 a day planner oh oh for sure you don't know what you don't know what's gonna happen each day you wake up hey something's closed this is canceled i feel like i've been planning for that my whole life my day planner is a spiral bound <laughs> notebook and i just write it down as it happens hey it works <laughs> that's but, one way to do it but hey man we're we're 20 minutes into the hour and and we're just getting started let's take us a break listen to these great sponsors you're listening to the hump day edition of the grind wednesday edition right here 100.9 fm 850 am and streaming at wkbl.com we'll be right back You don't want to miss it.
hometown alternative to Ordinary Sports Radio, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM. Rocky Top Sports. Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming, but Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. 2020 has been anything but predictable, but there is one thing we can count on. Football will be back. Blunt Broadcasting is proud to remain the radio home for two of Tennessee's most successful high school football programs, Maribel High School and Alcoa High School. Each team looks to repeat as state champions, and your support is needed to get these great programs off and running here in 2020. So, if you or your business would like to support these great student-athletes and great coaches, then help Blunt Broadcasting get their games on the radio. Give us a call and let WGAP and WKVL Radio get working for you. Give us a call at 865-724-1100. That's 865-724-1100. Or shoot us an email at info at wkvl.com. Let's work together to get your great business and these local high schools the exposure they have earned and deserve. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. Blunt Broadcasting encourages you to vote. Tennesseans are encouraged on Election Day to stay safe. This includes wearing a face covering and maintaining a six-foot distance from poll officials and other voters. On Election Day, remember to bring valid photo identification to the polls. A driver's license or photo ID issued by the Tennessee Department of Safety and Homeland Security, by Tennessee state government, or by the federal government are acceptable even if they are expired. College student IDs are not acceptable. More information about what types of ID are acceptable can be found by calling the Division of Elections toll-free number 1-877-850-4959. Have you been asking yourself if it's time to take that business idea and make it a reality? Do you need help with marketing or getting a leg up on the competition? Then check out my friends at 42nd Street Marketing right here in Maryville, a company invested in Blount County and ready to help. They can take your business to the next level. Mike, Jana, and the staff at 42nd Street are a dream to work with, and I'm proud to say that they built the grindonsports.com into what it is today. But if you need marketing and maybe don't know where to start, check out my guys at 42nd Street Marketing right here in Maryville. Their phone number is 865-982-7007, or you can check out their work online, 42sd.com. Again, phone line is 865-982-7007, or online at 42sd.com. Check them out. I think you'll be glad you did. Got golf? iguanifarmsgolf.com 970-7132 Have you heard about or seen The Grind's brand new user-friendly website? If the answer is no, 
think you're kind of missing out. Our brand new website has ways to hook into the grind from social media with links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud so you can grind it out with us on social media. But if you say, I don't like social media, but I like podcasts, we've got those too. You can download the Grind Podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music directly from the website. It's a one-stop shop for everything The Grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports. And welcome back inside the WKBL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Carson Crouch. Yes. As we grind it out right here on a Wednesday edition. Again, Carson joining us for the first time, hopefully not the last time. Nope, but won't uh, be the last. But uh, joining us from the Give Him Six podcast, uh, a podcast that you can get. Uh, where can they get the podcast, Carson? Uh, anywhere you can think of. If you have Apple, um, it's on Apple Music and um, the podcast app, if yeah. you know what that is. Um, if you have Samsung or Android, Google Play. Mm-hmm. Um, our website is GiveHimSixPodcast.com. Uh, we have all sorts of stuff through there. We um, are everywhere: SoundCloud, Spotify, everything you can think of. So oh, we wow. try to we try to go on all platforms. He is di- he is broad and diverse. That's what they <laughs> like to say. But yeah. uh, uh, but but welcome back in Carson again. Segment number two, number one flew by. I mean, we're twenty five right. minutes into the hour now, ha- almost halfway. We got a couple more things to talk about. Hey, I'm, so. I'm excited. Let's get going. So we're gonna put put the orange glasses on for the rest of the show, and, and we're gonna start with the Eve Ponds discussion. Uh, the big, the flying Frenchman, as I like to call him. He he uh, he he has announced that he will forego the NFL or NFL. I think he could play, but uh, he, <laughs> he, he probably for, could. He, he forgoes the NBA draft, uh, the NBA process, gets his grade, if you will. Uh, but but is going to choose to come back to Tennessee. I think it's a huge huge boost for for Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I think anytime you can say I've got the uh, defending defensive player of the year uh, oh. coming back, it's it's a monster meaning. When he announced he was going to the NBA, I was upset. Uh, I thought it was a great decision for him to stay. See, um, like well, he's done. and and I I don't know why. You know, I'm usually like a knee jerk kind of all fan. Right. I'm that guy. Mm-hmm. I'm the I'm the I have to keep a running replacement of certain things because they break often. We, mm-hmm. um, but here's the deal: when he said I'm going to the NBA draft, I went, "Oh, the Admiral Schofield route. The exactly. I'm going to go get graded and then come back knowing what I got to fix." And Admiral went ahead and went on. Now he's playing for the Wizards. Well, actually, well, no, he say, came back. He came back. He he actually well, went and got graded that's the, right. first the first time. The first time. The second time. Um, well, the second time we knew he was. Going. He was a senior, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, but no, I love what this means for Pons because again, defensively, I think he's got a lot on the table for the NBA, and he's got a lot that that people are looking at. I mean, he honestly. If we if we'd have played in the SEC tournament and had any level of success, mm-hmm. he breaks the the single season and the streak of of blocks in a single game or oh. in a single season. And uh, what catches me is he's such a hard worker. Oh yeah, um, hard hard worker. Um, he's six six, two hundred fifteen pounds. 
Um, he's just a tough player. Nobody wants nobody wants to be under the rim when he's there. <laughs> he can play small forward, power forward, center. He is big enough to play those. The the thing about small forward is you're like, well, you know, can he can he dribble enough to make plays? He averaged 11 points a game. Well, and I love how he'd step out and knock a three down. Now he's like that's, that's, he's mm-hmm. like any small guy that or not small guy, but he's he's like any small forward uh, that steps out there and hits one. Shot 50 percent too. Well, yeah, but he's going to take one mm-hmm. and then miss four. And you <laughs> know, 50 is not bad for him. No, no. not for no, not at all, especially from him shooting threes. That's well, what I'm talking about, hard work, and you can tell that that guy does not look like he can shoot threes. He was still draining them. Oh, absolutely. He could step out and get it, and his his shots gotten a lot better over the over better. the years that he's came been at Tennessee. Uh, he came in as a raw product. I mean, really, athletically, I think he's always been gifted. Right. Uh, but I think he was he had to learn how to play the American game of basketball mm-hmm. physically, uh, because again, there's a certain bit of finesse you can't just beat and bang. Oh, uh, for sure. He would have been fine back in the 80s in, in oh, the he NBA. Oh, he would have – yeah. The thing is, when he came in, everybody knew he was – oh, he was a big guy. You looked at him with those long dreads, and that guy looked like he could play linebacker. Well, I'll tell you, he, he could go start anywhere at wide receiver. You know, oh, cause if for you sure. Because if you have dreads, you're automatically five-star. He reminds me of the Juwan Jennings of the basketball. Juwan would bang well, e- out, and he and – he and that's – Eve Pons is all over that. He does not care – he just is going to get hit and hit and hit, but he still goes up for it, and that's what I love about him. I'm happy to have him back. Is is it is it honest? Is it true to say, or would you believe uh, that that him coming back probably raises expectations? I think that um, with this all this going on, I'd say that this is um, a big help because we just don't know. You look at our bench. John Fulkerson is the guy, and he's played great. Fulkerson's the dude. He is the dude. Did you hear they're gonna name they're gonna rename Rupp Arena Fulkerson Fieldhouse? Yeah, that that would be nice. I would I would buy the that t-shirt. that was a great game by the way. But <laughs> I think that you know you have Drew Pimper on the bench, um, but then you have um, Corey Walker. Um, he's coming right. He's coming um, right out of um, high school. And EJ um, Anoski. How do you say his Anasiki. name? Anasiki. So his sister played for the Lady Vols. Oh, cool. That's yeah. well. That's why he came, but. His sister, and, and if this is wrong, either one of y'all just don't get mad at me. I'm talking about Nikki Anasiki or DeMonte Bolden. I'm pretty sure they dated when they were at UT. Oh, okay. And uh, and I'm going to tell you, like, I'm pretty sure their kid's bigger than me. Like, if they had a kid, <laughs> it would be bigger than me on its birthday. Yeah, so uh, – <laughs> So I think that for sure that it would have it's going to raise expectation. But I think and Nikki is actually the head basketball coach at Anderson County now. Really? Yeah, she just got named that after her brother came this way. Wow. Yeah, that is that's cool right there. She's now. awesome, by the way. And and like I said, she was a player, just a rebound machine. And, and honestly, she was mm-hmm. just she was just that player for. But but EJ Anasicki, Keon Johnson, Victor Bailey Jr. And those are just the new new faces. Still. Oh yeah, and um, you you just have to look at Jaden Springer. <laughs> I mean, how did I forgot? I missed him, and he's probably Jaden I mean, Springer, 16th player in the nation. Um, that guy is the guy that really uh, started our fourth overall recruiting class, um, this year, which is outstanding. I think I think uh, Rick Barnes has done a great job. Rick Barnes is a dude. I'll he be is, honest, he is. He's been the guy since he got there. He built up from. If if you, anybody listens to this show, like when he did the little UCLA money thing, mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I was a little sour on him for about a week. 
and probably for about a week. Huh? And 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 here's the thing: for about a week, and then I was like, "Well, he's still a really good coach." Mm-hmm. But I will say, I will say, he lost a lot of my grace right. in that situation. I'm like, "Good, Rick. We pay." And I used to call him Coach Barnes. Now it's Rick. You know, you ever, you Rick. know, when you're getting serious with somebody, we, oh, you're like, yeah, "Rick, for, we're, we're serious about him now." He better. But uh, I'm like, "Oh, good. We pay you more money. You know what that means, Rick? More wins. Mm-hmm. I need more out of you." And yes, so we we won a championship and we won an SEC championship and a, that the SEC championship was probably one of the toughest games I've had to watch. Well, and I think I think you know honestly, it's not you know, ACC basketball. I think is still the king of the castle, right? Yes. Top to bottom basketball, ACC is is the standard. Duke and North Carolina just. But I tell you, when you have to when you have to go through, especially the last couple of years, like an LSU or a Kentucky mm-hmm. or or the. Uh, I call it the forty minutes. Of, I'll call it heck because I have underage years on on the, on the show. But 40, 40 minutes of heck that is Alabama. I mean, you, not that they're a great team; they just beat you to death. They they do, and then so with I'm just, Avery Johnson, their yeah. last coach, like he got fired. Um, they were all about him. Yeah, he when liked he came it. in. They loved Avery. Avery came in. He was an NBA assistant. He, he was an NBA head coach at one time. That's right, but yeah. it didn't work out, Mm-mm. and neither did this. And, and now I can't tell you where he's at. I'm, I'm, I think he went back to the NBA. Probably. Um, oh, that's right. Coaches in the G League. Nice. Yeah, what a great, um, what a great rebound there. I I can sense sarcasm this early. I don't know if anybody else can. <laughs> uh, but but what uh, yes. I what I love about Eve Pond's coming back, and and this is where I want to go is is one. Where would they be without him? Mm-hmm. You know, because in my opinion, if you if you say Eve Pons doesn't come back, okay, we've still got Jaden Springer, still got Keon Johnson, still got Fulkerson, still got Santiago Vescovi, still got Euros Plovsic. Plesovic, yeah, yeah. Plosvic, you could Euros P. Yeah, however Dot. you say that. There's, there's too many squigglies and dots over letters. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. Uh, he didn't play as good as I thought he did, but uh, you can't expect him to do that coming well, right into a new program. But uh, he's what? Isn't, isn't he seven? Seven one. Seven one. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. But uh, Euros. Here's the thing. Body wise, he was ready to go, but he hadn't played in a long time, and then right. he came up from a lower level. You can't uh, expect him to just start right off the bat. Well, and I think he kind of got headhunted a little bit. He was our big guy, and, and the thing is, is everybody was when, counting on him. Well, we're we're clearing out for him. Mm-hmm. Well, then the defenders aren't clearing out. So so he's got to learn how to play within that. Understand that he's going to get targeted more against bigger players right? And, uh, and and just power up. You know, I'm one of those, don't put it on the ground, don't put it on the floor, and just go up strong. You're, you're going to have one of two results more times than not. You're either going to score and shoot a free throw, right? or you're going to get hacked and you're going to go the free throw line. And that's what – oh, and Fulkerson, I think, what makes him so good is he just – he gets fouled, gets to the line, gets fouled, gets to the line, gets those and ones so well, consistently, and he hits those shots. Those fading shots are outstanding. Fulkerson's a glue guy. Like, you know, I honestly I, – I had a lot of – and I even – we even had uh, former coaches on this show that, that was like, yeah, Fulkerson's a good player. He's tough. Kind of what we say about Eves. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got to work on his shooting ability, da-da-da-da-da. Well, last year, Fulkerson went to work. He oh, his he, bo- he got his body right, you know. Yes. Now, granted, he was asked to do more than maybe needed to be asked of him, and mm-hmm. I think he had a little slump where he ran out of gas a little bit. But you talk about a guy who was going to lay it on the line. You talk about that Kentucky game in Rupp. You yeah. talk about uh, some other games to where he just literally – he, they knew he was going to get it. Mm-hmm. He knew he was going to get it. I think it was Alabama it. he scored 
high twenties. Yeah, they couldn't do anything with him either. Oh uh, no, there wasn't a team in the in the conference if Fulkerson wanted to score, he was going to score. Now oh, whether was, it would no be matter who it was, you know, maybe a charge, maybe a block, maybe a score, mm-hmm. but he's getting to the rim. And and so I sure. love what Fulkerson does, and I think you know, and he's a great story. I mean, from Upper East Tennessee, uh, came out of. Uh, uh, where'd he come out of? Well, he went to Christ School in Bristol, I think. But but I think um, he actually came out of. Um, it was a Johnson City school, and I'm, uh, I'm drawing played Alcoa in the um, playoffs I'm, this year. I'm drawing a blank, like hardcore. Oh man, we may have to Google it. Well, but but anyway, he's an Upper East Tennessee guy coming to Tennessee and having that success is something that you, you don't see very much. I mean, it's the very much. You, you know, it's the A.W. Davis, it's the Skylar McBee, it's the it's the John Fulkerson now. Right. I mean, he is, he is a mantra at the University of Tennessee. But having him back for a senior season, Eve Ponds for a senior season. Huge. And then having – I'll be honest, I think the, the greatest move from last year to this year is going to be Fuscovi. I mean, you talk about a guy who was literally – like, hey, glad you got off the airplane. Now go score, play point guard for Rick Barnes in Tennessee. I for sure, and his his three point shooting. Uh, obviously, you can tell he's got range extender, um, for sure. Well, and, he's just a, he's just a dude. Like he, there's nobody he's scared of. Right. And I think as a, as a as a point just, guard, he walked up and started playing. I mean, he's just ready to ball. That's oh, all he yeah. wants to do is ball. And honestly, he, I think this year with the the additions of the young guys, if they can come in and contribute early. I think it's just going to mean so much for Tennessee basketball from a standpoint of you're going to see Josiah Jordan James, right. Trip Jays as I call him. Uh, he uh, he'll have an, well he'll have an opportunity to be an off ball defender, mm-hmm. an off ball shooter, which is what he's not been able to be. He's been yes. forced into I need I need 15 plus out of you, mm-hmm. and, and you know what happens when you tell him you need 15. He kind of went into a cocoon, and like there was some rough games there. But I think if you give it to the young guys, let them kind of jack them and go on, and he can get the rebound and score off off the second chance. I think he could be a really I totally nice agree. player. And I think that's what messed up Bowden too. You know, coming off the bench, being mostly a six man um, the year before, and not having to rely as much because you have Admiral and Grant yeah. and Bone. He I think, struggled. I, honestly, and, you know, I'm, I love Bowden. He mm-hmm. played at Carter. You know, there, there's that great story. But honestly, I think two things happened to Bowden last year, and and I think he he wasn't used to getting the ones. He right. got the one defense. He got mm-hmm. the the best defender they had, and then two, I don't know what happened or when it happened, but his release started being on the on the descent. It did because when uh, I know you, everybody remembers when he come off that bench, he would light it up from that three point line. Mm-hmm. And this year, it was just it was cold. Just a little dink and dunk, front end or the back. And there was only two places that thing was going to hit. And he went on a dry spell that was, like, unheard of. But uh, but back to the story, the the cap. Uh, Eve Pons, again, the, the flying Frenchman, the big dude, uh, is coming back to play. Uh, Dobbins Bennett. Dobbins Bennett. DB. Should have – I went to – I watched the Alco and Dobbins Bennett game this year. I See, Dobbins to, Bennett actually – Should have known. Dobbins Bennett actually came to, to Maryville and played one time. We should have known that. Um, but, hey – we know it now. We know it now. Google knew. Google did know. I'm Google so, knows everything. Google knows everything. Yeah. It's one of those. And the thing is, if Google doesn't know, there's an answer there, and you're like, well, it's Google. Go with it. <laughs> but they anyway, 
Anyway, man, but uh, I think Eve Pond is a great addition uh, addition to what is already going to be an incoming class that's pretty dynamic, mm-hmm. and I think you know him and the uh, the accolades that is uh, the, a lot of hype. Oh, the SEC Defensive Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. You've got these big five star recruits. You've got Santiago Vascovi. Like, does that not just sound like what, a score? What to you? can get better? He he just does. And when I saw him first game, I think it was. Um, it was LSU, I think. He came out there, and he started lighting up from three. And I was like, look at this guy. And you can't expect him to go full on, you know, everywhere. But he he struggled with dribbling, of course. He struggled with passing. Right. But I think it's just something he's got to get used to, um, you know, Rick Barnes' system. Well, absolutely. And, and playing point guard for Rick Barnes is no joke. Ask, a, no. ask Jordan Bone, ask Josh Bone, ask, ask a lot of different people that's came, been chewed up and spit out by Rick Barnes. Uh, but I'll tell you this, man, and, and what I'm excited about Vescovi is, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of times when people come in, like Josiah Jordan James, mm-hmm. a lot of hype, coming to this level and and ask to perform immediately. What happens normally? They they lose yeah, their they shot. Lose, yes, they do. They lose their shot. They don't want to take shots because right. they're like, oh, I don't want to. I don't want to miss another one. I don't. I don't want to be the guy that um, brings the team down or well, takes the loss. Well, you don't have to worry about that with Vescovi and all he, these different players. He haven't. He hasn't seen many shots he doesn't like. No, and he, I love shoot that from about half court, him. And I love it too. Yeah, we Man. needed somebody like that for sure on this team. So this is total. Like this is my zinger of the day. If you have to put a starting five on the floor. Mm-hmm. Who do you put on the floor for Rick Barnes? I mean, I think that may be the harder decision. I gotta, I gotta put Fulkerson on the floor for sure. Have to do that. Oh, I, oh no, he's 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 a printed in name. Mm-hmm. He's you don't write him in. I gotta, I gotta put Pons on the floor now. Oh, yeah, I, I think him senior. coming back, senior, a guy that we need for rebounding and a need, and just a need for the team. He just uh, helps the team for sure. And I really think if you're a defensive player of the year, reigning. Uh, if you're on the bench to start the season, we, we need some uh, vitals checked by the coaching staff. Yeah. Um, so, okay, there's, there's two, and mm-hmm. I feel like that's easy. Strong two. Now, this is where it gets a little difficult because you don't know how these – Wonky's a good word. Mm-hmm. That's a good That word. is a good word. And I think that – I think Jaden's going to start. Springer. Mm-hmm. Springer. Jaden Springer. 14 – or um, 16th player in the nation. Um, uh, played at IMG, big – Obviously, a prep school for um, college, and I think that that's—I think he's going to start. And why do I think that? I feel as if he needs to get the start. Um, I think he's too athletic, too good of a shooter, and I think he's perfect for our offense. Um, and then I—I I think that um, Vascovi is going to make his way. I think Josiah Jordan James. I'll put Josiah at four. I think Josiah is going to go ahead and start on that. So uh, you, so you, let's back up. So you've got Eves, mm-hmm. Fulkerson, Springer, Springer, and I would Trip say Jays. I would say yeah, Trip Jays. He, I think he's gonna like you said, not gonna have to worry about dropping fifteen as much. Instead, he can play what he did best, um, which was defense, and I think he's perfect on that side. And here's where it gets a little tricky right here. Mm. Um, I could see Vescovi coming out there. Because um, I think our rebounding at that point will be pretty decent. Because Josiah's pretty tall, uh, Fulkerson obviously, mm. like you said, put the name on the plaque. He'll get sure. rebounds, yeah. and then you got um, Pons. And I mean, Pons is just going to be able to get in there and get rebounds like he's done his whole entire career. So I think that you could put 
uh, almost anybody. Maybe even Keon Johnson, the 19th player in the nation. Maybe Viscovi gets to start. Maybe he comes off the bench. It's just all going to depend on what Barnes thinks best. So, so to coin a phrase, experience, experience, experience. I think that yeah. means a lot to Rick Barnes. Mm-hmm. So, if if I have to put a five on the floor, I think it's Fulkerson, Pons, Viscovi, Viscovi, yeah, Trip Jays, and then Springer. Yep. And and here's the reason why I think because you got four guys that know what they're doing. They've played at D1 level. They've played in the Southeastern Conference, and you can rotate in Johnson, Springer. <laughs> Uh, Euros, I think Euros would probably be Pons' replacement in, in the lineup. I think so, too. But but what I'm saying is, is at that rate, you're, the youth on the floor, because last year it was trial by fire sometimes. We're out there and we're it like, you know what? Is. Here's the young guys. Here's the diaper rash. Let's push them out there and see what happens. Oh, uh, I agree. Yeah, I think, yeah, obviously Barnes is one of those guys that wants those experience. I think it's just all going to depend on if he really thinks that Viscovi is the right fit, and I think last year with um, him already being in the system, I think yeah, I think I think he could get the start. And and I'm not saying that that's you know I think that's game one mm-hmm. starting five. I'm not saying that by the end of the season right. we don't see some of that youth kind of being the being the dudes. But I'll say this: I think I think if you push it that way, you roll out your experience and let them learn as the fifth player. One kind of the Jordan Bowden approach. They're not going to get the greatest of defense, so mm-hmm. they can kind of grow within the system. But then also they don't they don't feel forced and pushed uh, to make a mistake right. and possibly get in trouble. But hey, let's uh, let's take our last break of the day, man. This thing's flying by. Six forty-five is where we sit right now. Let's take this last break. Listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, we're gonna get Carson's take on the conference-only schedule, uh-huh. how it impacts Jeremy Pruitt and his recruiting, yes. and then is this good for the Vols? I think that's something we'll talk about on the flip side of the break. You're listening to the Wednesday edition of The Grind, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, and streaming at WKVL.com. We'll be right back. You don't want to miss it. Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming. But Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. Your donation of gently used items plays a critical role in the life of CARM stores. Another critical role for the thrift stores is those who volunteer their time and energy to help the CARM stores team. During this unique time, we're excited to invite you to a new volunteer event. CARM stores Sortapalooza gives you an opportunity to get out and give back in an outside open-air environment with physical distancing and other precautions taken to ensure your safety. This first-of-a-kind event is taking place at the new Coming Soon Carm Store location at 4748 Centerline Drive in Knoxville. 
The event runs until August 15th, and only a limited number of volunteer slots are available each day to allow for appropriate spacing. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work? Or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. 2020 has been anything but predictable, but there is one thing we can count on. Football will be back. Blunt Broadcasting is proud to remain the radio home for two of Tennessee's most successful high school football programs, Maryville High School and Alcoa High School. Each team looks to repeat as state champions, and your support is needed to get these great programs off and running here in 2020. So, if you or your business would like to support these great student athletes and great coaches, then help Blunt Broadcasting get their games on the radio. Give us a call and let WGAP and WKVL Radio get working for you. Give us a call at 865-724-1100. That's 865-724-1100. Or shoot us an email at info at WKVL.com. Let's work together to get your great business and these local high schools the exposure they have earned and deserve. Have you heard about or seen the Grind's brand new user-friendly website? If the answer is no, I think you're kind of missing out. Our brand new website has ways to hook into the Grind from social media with links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud so you can grind it out with us on social media. But if you say, I don't like social media, but I like podcasts. We've got those too. You can download the Grind Podcast on Apple Podcast and Google Play Music directly from the website. It's a one-stop shop for everything the Grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. Got something you're grinding on? Give us a call at 865-983-4310. Now back to the grind with host Wayne Kaiser. 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports. And welcome back inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Carson Crouch as we grind it out here on a Wednesday edition. Carson coming to us from Give Him Six Podcasts. Yes. And, uh, man, excited. It, it's been a fun talk. I oh, mean, it's been great. Uh, we can tell that there's some orange flavor. Oh, uh, I'm uh, putting out there. Ball for life, VFL. VF to the L. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's good because we're going to stay at Tennessee the rest of the show. But, hey, hey, one more time, where can people find Give Him Six Podcast? Give Him Six Podcast, uh, you can find it on um, anywhere you can think of. Uh, iTunes, Google Play, Dollar uh, Spotify. Store? The dollar, not not, not the dollar store. store, but because we don't we don't sell there, we sell in Walmart. Just kidding. Oh, so we uh, you can look us up on. Sell out. Um, <laughs> I think the best way to look us up would be on Google. Just look up our name. Um, you can find us on YouTube. You can find us on our website. You can play it from the website from SoundCloud, any mu- music app, anything that you can think of. We are most likely on there. We you can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Um, Facebook. Facebook. 
Um, Th- that's the old. That's the old people social media that's, now, right? And you know that's where we go live when we do our stuff, right. and we really are doing well on Facebook more than we are any of the other apps. It, it blows me away. Do you even know what? Uh, uh, I can't even think of what it was called now. Uh, what like the first little social media thing? Uh, MySpace. MySpace. Do you even remember MySpace? Oh, uh, everybody ha- makes jokes about it, but I do not know what it was. Really. So. I I will say that I like I was on the cusp like that's even maybe older than me mm-hmm. but uh, I had a MySpace uh, but uh, yeah that was but Facebook being now the older people social media it mm-hmm. kind of bugs me because I felt like I was on the I right. was on Mar- I mean I was on Mark Zuckerberg level I was like oh this is entry level this is good and now it's not now it's Instagram. You know, and that's how it's going to be for the rest of my life. It's going to be all the stuff I grew up with. Nope, something better comes out. I was going to say, wait on it. Ten years from now, you're going to be like, Instagram's cool, and your kids are going to be going, nope. Nope. Nope, it's not, Dad. <laughs> that's how it's no, be. it's not, Dad. But uh, anyway, total sidebar, Judge, here. Uh, the the whole dollar store deal, that'll that'll become cooler as you get older, too. Right. My, my little boy, like I take him to Dollar Tree, and I'm like king of the castle. I'm like, pick whatever you want. Whatever we got, he doesn't know. We've got $10 <laughs> to spend, and we can just go we nuts. We can get 10 things. Go nuts. But uh, but we're we're about eight minutes till the top of the hour, so I guess we need to talk about something. But, we uh, sure do. But Jeremy Pruitt, the back half of 2019 – Proved to be a lot better than the front half of 2019. Yes. I think you, anybody would agree to that. And and put on more steam is the new take for 2020. Well, the SEC yesterday announced a new uh, kind of startup schedule, right. what they're going to practice, how they're going to lead up to a, a revised start uh, for, for the conference. And uh, I guess what I'm trying to ask is a 10-game conference-only deal – we don't know who the two additional are. We do know we're going to play Arkansas, Alabama, and all the SEC East opponents. Uh, but what do you think this does for Jeremy Pruitt from a trajectory standpoint, like planning-wise? Do you think it impacts him? Do you think it hurts his recruiting? I think it does a little bit of both. And honestly, um, good or bad, I, I think it. I think honestly, this is just this is just it's a little different because we're playing. Oklahoma, we were supposed to play Oklahoma at right. OU, and um, coming from where and when we saw the last time we did that at Oklahoma, it was a teardown. Um, if yeah. I can remember, it was fifty-two to thirteen. I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on that, but it was something big because Justin Worley was the quarterback. Yeah. So glad uh, you got to bring that up. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I had to, but <laughs> I, I think we did. We didn't want to play them. Um, but you look at all these other teams, these low conference, um, like I think we were going to play Charlotte, Charlotte, Furman, Furman. That was Furman was, those are two wins on our, you know, who's at Furman right now? You know, who's coaching it? Quarles. Quarles. Charge Quarles. And I think that it might help and it might hurt because right now there's talk. We might be playing LSU. Hey, I, you know, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm off my rocker here. Maybe mm-hmm. orange color glasses tuned up too much. No, I'm there right is, there with you. There is nobody I'd rather play right now. If if you give I me really want to beat LSU. Well, I'm, here's the thing. Like you're not going to have another all-world quarterback. And everybody's like, "Well, Oklahoma does it. Well, they do it in the Big 12." So, uh-huh, there you where go. Where they score 60, 70 points. Yeah, there you go. And it's and if you score 40, it's low. Yeah, so, to me, to yeah. me, there's no other year I'd want to see LSU, be honest with you. They replaced both coordinators. They replaced their quarterback, running back and number 1 receiver. And then a lot of that defense goes away too. So to me, that doesn't scare me a bit. Mm-hmm. The other team I've heard is is Ole Miss. 
Ole Miss. That's the two I have written down is and, LSU and Ole Miss right now. And honestly, give me Ole Miss. You know why? Because we get Kiffin. Lane Kiffin out, and we will we will um, beat him. I would like to think we'd roll that one. Especially oh, if I they, think we'd roll them over, especially with Ole Miss struggle. I mean, goodness. And everybody's like, well, who wants to go to Death Valley, go to, go to LSU? Here's Maybe my, they're coming to us. Well, the, the, the rumor I've heard is, is Ole Miss to us, and uh, then we go to Death Valley. Yeah, but it, here's the thing. You go to Death Valley, it's not Death Valley if it's not packed. It's not Death no. Valley if it's not at night. So the thing is, is I, I, here's the thing. Who's, who's the other option? And everybody's talking about how they're wanting to balance it from a strength of schedule standpoint. Mm-hmm. And honestly, with Tennessee already having Florida, Georgia, and Alabama, it's right. hard for them to put the reigning national champ on our schedule. Mm-hmm. But who else do you put? Do you go to A and M? Do you go to Mississippi State? Do you go to no? I mean, we just played Mississippi State, and we yeah. honestly are probably Again. the reason he got fired. <sighs> I mean, maybe. What a he! I didn't, every time Mississippi State gets a new head coach, and Dan Mullen. Uh, sorry, I went to Florida. Then you got this guy. Yeah. Well, Dan Mullins was on loan. Like honestly, I'm surprised yeah. it took that long to get him to Florida. To be honest with you. In the money. Oh my. Just because after because he was an urban guy. He was an Urban Meyer he guy. Was. So I was expecting as soon as Urban left, it was a Dan Mullen fit. But Will Muschamp was available. He was a hot commodity, da-da-da. Uh, and yeah. that worked out well, right? Went to South Carolina, yeah. No, I'm saying when he went to Florida. Oh, yeah. no, no that didn't work out at all. Especially uh, when we they beat us 10-9, to 9, he wanted to say, I love to see all these Tennessee fans disappointed ever since that moment. I'll tell you, Carson, you do a really good job bringing up bad moments. <laughs> I'm well, let's saying. bring up a good moment. Yeah, come on. Come uh, the Hail Mary. Let's do, a, let's do another Hail Mary. That's the best thing we got. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, him being at South Carolina? Oh, too soon. Too soon. Yeah, I thought you were talking about the new no. Will Muschamp, which actually, um, you know that, you know. My wife, honestly, my wife, Laura, uh, she, like, if there's one human in the world that she wouldn't slow down to stop and help on the side of the road, it's Will Muschamp. And it's for that very comment you brought up. So Mm -hmm. when she's listening today, uh, I'll tell her to not be in the car because she may run somebody over. Oh, Will Muschamp really just makes me cringe, and I love to beat him. We call him Will Muskrat at my house. Well, those are are the PG versions of what And you know, Jake Bentley, you remember him? Mm. He transferred. He's at Utah now. That's right. You Mm -hmm. know, that's just a weird – it just was a weird – Turn of events. Well, that's what that's what happens when Will Muschamp gets to make decisions. It's just, ugh. but any anyway, <laughs> yeah. I love it, man. We're off <laughs> we're off to a Wayne like sidebar right there. But uh, what do you think though? I, I think what e- either way, whether it's Ole Miss, Mississippi State, LSU, A and M, whoever they decide to throw at us, one that's the good thing about Tennessee. When you play Florida, Georgia, Alabama every year, okay. What are you going to throw at us, the New England Patriots? Yeah. I mean, like, what, what are you going to do? Uh, I so, mean, yeah, there's nothing else you can really do. So I'm I'm right there with you. I want to play LSU. I mm. want to see where it goes. We play Alabama every year. We play Georgia every year. Why not throw in LSU? Let's see. Throw us a bone, see well, what we can do Here's the thing. Them. We were going to play Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, in my in my mm-hmm. estimation, given the, the exit of Joe Burrow, right. Joe Brady, uh, Hilaire, Jefferson, all those pieces mm-hmm. – to me, those are on par. Those you know, two guys and are on I par. I would have loved beating Oklahoma, but I, I'm definitely fine with playing LSU, and hopefully we can play them in the final. I, I, th- I, think, it, I think it could help us. It could help us out. Yeah, I, I think I think it will help us. I think ultimately, you know, he's a – Pruitt's an, arm, an iron sharpens iron kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And, and I think when you look at it, 
uh, that's what you're going to get out of two additional conference games. Sure. Now, now is it the difference between going, uh, you know, eight and four, nine and three, and, and a potential of, of kind of stale, uh, stalemating at seven and five? I think it's there. Right. I, I mean, I really right. do. I mean, I think we've got to, uh, as the the new schedule comes out. Of course, we'll we'll have to dig into what that looks like. Mm-hmm. But here's my thing: put them out there. Put that's them out there. Let's play. Let's that's play how ball. We, that's all I want to see. Yeah, we put two stripes on the pants now. There's no holding back. Right. No holding back. Well, again, Carson Crouch in from Give Him Six Podcast. Yes. Thanks, Carson, for Thank coming in. Thank you so much, and go balls. Absolutely, man. Hey, go balls indeed, but we've hit the top of the hour. Don't miss when we go back to SB Nation on your source for sports right here in Blunt County, WKBL. But if you're on your way to work or on your way home, take care, be safe, and yes, grind on. We'll see you tomorrow. You don't want to miss it.